السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا مولا يا صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم من صام رمضان إيمانا وإحتسابا غفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام My most respected ulama, respected elders, dear brothers and our young friends Let us commence by reciting Durood Sharif upon Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad Wa ala ali Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah With the grace and fadl and mercy And kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Alhamdulillah, the Ummah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has entered the Mubarak and auspicious and glorious month of Ramadan. Allahumma laka alhamdu wa laka shukr. We are grateful to Allah Rabbul Alameen for giving us life and giving us opportunity to see the moon of Ramadan once again. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala make this Ramadan the best Ramadan of our life. And may Allah ta'ala grant us many more opportunities inshaAllah to witness Ramadan and to continue being obedient to Allah Ta'ala, believing in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and increasing our yaqeen, our conviction and our devotion to Allah Rabbul Alameen. My dear friends, we all know the month of Ramadan is such a great month, such an auspicious month, such a special month that we cannot possibly fully understand and comprehend and process the blessings of this month. It goes beyond our human understanding and our comprehension and our thinking. And that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really wants. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us in so many special ways that Allah ta'ala does not want us to focus on the figures. Allah doesn't want us to focus on the statistics. Because you can't count the blessings of Allah. وَإِن نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا Allah's special mercies, Allah's favors, Allah's bounties, Allah's rahmat, who can count it? But what Allah Ta'ala really wants from us is that Allah wants us to absorb it. Allah wants us to take it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to enjoy it. This is what the objective of the month of Ramadan is. And we find that when this month comes, there is an atmospheric change that takes place. We have the physical existence of a person, the body, the limbs, the organs. And we have the spiritual ruhani existence of a person, that is the soul and the ruh. We have physical nourishment in terms of our food, what we eat and what we drink. And we have spiritual nourishment, which is the nourishment of the heart and the soul. 
And that is the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, dhikrullah, our salah that we perform, this jumuah that we are here for. So in every aspect we find there are different dimensions. There is the physical, tangible dimension, and there is the unseen, invisible, spiritual, ruhani dimension. And the same applies for the month of Ramadan al-Mubarak, where we have the physical dimension of the month, which is 30 days, which is commenced with the sighting of the moon, and with the calendar, and everything else, as far as the times are concerned. That is the physical composition of the month of Ramadan. But there is a spiritual composition of the month of Ramadan, which Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given us some idea and understanding of. Today we speak about climate change, environmental changes, weather, climate, right? and everything is measured today. Humidity has a measurement, the weather has a, everything is measured as far as the weather is concerned, how hot it is, how cold it is, the climate. In the same way we find that the spiritual environment and the spiritual atmosphere also has a complete change in the month of Ramadan al-Mubarak. And that can be measured by the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends in the month of Ramadan. And just to understand this very briefly, let us see what happens in the month of Ramadan. What changes? Why Ramadan is so different? Why Ramadan is so special? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the month of Ramadan, we are informed by the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the doors of Jannah are open wide. This is the first major atmospheric change that takes place. The doors of Jannah are all open. Meaning that there is an invitation, there is a calling from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu stajibu lillah. O people who desire Jannah, respond to the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala is making a da'wat. And we learn from other ahadith sharif, that Jannah is decorated for the entire year for the month of Ramadan al-Mubarak. Jannah which is such a beautiful place that does not require any adornment. We know the blessings and the beauty of Jannah. But Jannah is further adorned and beautified for the month of Ramadan al-Mubarak. And the doors of Jannah are open. The doors of hell and the fire are closed. <coughs> the heat that emanates from the fire, that heat is now closed for the month of Ramadan al-Mubarak. So that has a major impact on the spiritual atmosphere of the month of Ramadan. Then the reward and the benefit of good actions that is generated in the month of Ramadan is increased and it is expounded. So we know from the Hadith Sharif that one nafil action that a person does, optional deed is given the reward of a fard action. And the reward for a fard and a compulsory action is multiplied by 70 times. So here we find again there is a generation into the spiritual energy that everything that a person is doing now is going to generate greater light, greater energy, more nur, more power. So the power, the spiritual power in the month of Ramadan is expounded, it is extended, it is electrified much much more than any other time of the year. Then we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on every night of the month of Ramadan releases many souls from the fire. 
people who were destined for Jahannam, people who were destined for the hellfire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes them from the fire. And on the last night of Ramadan, every person, every night that people were being released from the fire of Jahannam, Allah removes that amount of people on the last night of Ramadan and Mubarak. So here again we find forgiveness and maghfirat is taking place. And this is all contributing to that atmosphere of Ramadan al-Mubarak, of maghfirat and of mercy. Then we find, and this we're just touching on the surface of what the benefits of Ramadan is. Then we find that we have special nights, or we have the three segments of Ramadan. The first ten days, the first ten nights are known as awwaluhu rahmah. وَأَوْسَطُهُ مَغْفِرًا وَآخِرُهُ إِتْقُمْ مِنَ النَّارِ The mercy is pouring in the first ten nights, the first ten days. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's maghfirat is pouring in the second days, in the second ten days and nights. And then the emancipation from the fire is taking place in the last ten nights. So there is a lot of explanation behind these ahadith, etc. which we're not going to go into the details. But again it shows how the atmosphere is being electrified, how it is being spiritually charged. And then if we have to look at the last ten nights, then that is an entire dynamic on its own. The night of Laylatul Qadr itself generates so much of spiritual power that uh, no other night in the year can generate that amount of spiritual power. Then Allah gives it to us all in one night. Subhanallah. That is why it said, just as a matter of understanding, my dear friends, if the dead, the people who have passed away, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all those who have left this world maghfirah, all our dear friends, our family members, and everyone who has passed away in the ummah, we know in the past few years, many, many people have left this world because of the circumstances that had taken place. And may Allah wa ta'ala widen their graves, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevate their darajat. It is said that a person from the dead, if he is asked that what is the one thing from this world that you desire? If there is one thing from this world that you desire, what will that one thing be? The response that the person from the other side will give is that I want one night of Ramadan. Allahu Akbar. The person whose veil has now been removed, he understands the value of the dunya. He understands the value of the dhikr of Allah. He understands the value of iman. And he has understood the value of Ramadan and he has understood, understood the value of everything. Now that person is saying that the most valuable thing, the most precious thing that exists in this world, in this dunya is one night of Ramadan. So from that we can evaluate the benefit and the value and the preciousness of Ramadan al-Mubarak. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that qadardani, uh, that appreciation that ability to value and appreciate what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. So my dear friends, this is what Ramadan al-Mubarak is bringing to us. An environment, an atmosphere, a climatic change. And in order to complement that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now has set out a special program. That we cannot have a certain climate, a very good, beautiful climate, when it's good weather, what people want to do. We want to go out and enjoy that weather. We want to do outdoor activities, which are permissible of course. Because the weather is good, mashallah. So Allah Ta'ala in the same way, is saying the weather is beautiful. The atmosphere is perfect. It is Ramadan. 
So therefore, the people who are the recipients of Ramadan, can they be not appreciating this atmosphere and climate? No. A special program, a special routine has been now chalked out. Everything has been changed. The day and the night has been turned upside down. And we start off from early dawn. A person wakes up for tahajjud salah. And a person then has sehri. And we enter the state of fasting. In order for us to complement the climatic change of Ramadan, the spirituality of the atmosphere, we too have to be in a state of spirituality. In a state of obedience. Because a person will not be able to fully benefit from the spirituality of Ramadan al-Mubarak if he is in a state of disobedience. And the best state to be in the state of obedience and consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is none other than the state of fasting. Because when a person is fasting, even when he gets angry, what does he do? I'm fasting. If he wants to do something wrong, he wants to incline to something that is evil and haram, immediately his consciousness picks him, I'm fasting. So Allah Ta'ala has created an atmosphere of obedience so that the heart of the mu'min and the believer can fully absorb the spirituality of Ramadan al-Mubarak. That is why if you look at the word Ramadan, Ramadan, Ramadan itself means to scorch something. Intense heat. So through the intensity of the fast of Ramadan al-Mubarak, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bakes out and scorches out the spiritual maladies of the mu'min and the believer. The things that plague us throughout the year, the things that we are struggling with, and each and every one of us have our own struggles, my dear friends. Sometimes we tend to deny it, we tend to ignore it. Oh, everything is fine, I'm okay, I'm doing well. But we all know what our inner state is. Balil insanu ala nafsihi basira. Allah says, insan is very intelligent. Allah has given us intelligence. Insan knows. Outwardly we may convey a certain picture, a certain profile. I'm big Molana Saab, there's that. But I can't fool myself and we can't fool Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala mentions this in the Quran Al-Karim also. But nonetheless, what Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala wants from us in the month of Ramadan is that now we leave aside our acting and our pretending and our camouflaging and all that pretense that we put up in front of people and for people and for everything and everyone else. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to become genuine and true to ourselves. Allah is reminding us in the Quran al-Kareem in many verses. اِقْتَرَبَ لِلنَّاسِ حِسَابُهُمْ وَهُمْ فِي غَفْلَةِ مُعْرِدُونَ Allah says, Hakikat and reality is drawing nearer and nearer for each and every one of us. That reality is coming closer every day. The reality of Qiyamah, the reality of Maut, the reality of the meeting with Allah Ta'ala. Iqtaraba nasi hisabuhum. Hisab kitab is coming. It's there, it's imminent, it's on our doorstep. The accountability to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for every word, for every action, for every deed, for every thought, for everything that happens in the day and night. But Allah Ta'ala says, what is the state of insan? What is my state? What is your state? وَهُمْ فِي غَفْلَةٍ مُعْرِضُونَ غَفْلَةٍ Nah, tomorrow. Kal, kale, whatever you want to say, refer to it. Tomorrow we'll see about it, inshallah. We for hajj, we for umrah. 
I'll sort this one work out. Need to sort these deals out. Once the deals are right, then I'm going to sit and make toba, sort my life out, take my files out. Allah Allah says la. Don't remain in a state of forgetfulness and heedlessness and ghaflat. This is the thing that holds all of us back. Procrastination. Thinking that there is a tomorrow. But the reality is a day will arrive when there is going to be no tomorrow for us. The only tomorrow that Allah Ta'ala speaks about in the Quran Al-Kareem, when Allah refers to the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala refers to Qiyamah as tomorrow. Shay'un Azim. Allah says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqullaha wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat li ghad. O insan, think about tomorrow. What have you done for tomorrow? What have you prepared for tomorrow? What are you doing for tomorrow? And tomorrow is not Saturday and Sunday. But Allah refers to tomorrow is Yawmul Azim, Yawmul Qiyamah, Yawmul Hisab, Yawmul Liqamah Allah. Standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is our greatest worry, my dear friends. And that is why this month of Ramadan is so special, it's so important, it's so crucial to our lives. Because Allah Ta'ala gives us opportunity upon opportunity upon opportunity. And everyone has a chance in the month of Ramadan. Allah has not closed the door on anyone. Every person has hope. Even the person who has lost hope has got hope. And a believer is not someone who loses hope. A believer is someone who carries hope, who construes hope, who conveys hope, who uh, shows others how to gain hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah ta'ala make us people of hope, my dear friends. So this environment has now been created. The spirituality has, atmospheric spirituality is there. And Allah ta'ala is now complementing everything. So the day is the day of fasting. The night is the night of standing. To complement the spirituality of the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes tilawat, makes qira'at, makes taraweeh, and all of these things that we are doing, so that we complement the barakah and the spirituality of the month of Ramadan al-Mubarak. So my dear friends, let us ensure that Ramadan is fully exploited. I'm using the word, the strong word, exploited. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to exploit the opportunity. And each person knows where his ship is stuck. Each person knows where his bus is. You can just use the loose terms. We know where we are. Stuck somewhere in the traffic. In the traffic of the dunya. In the traffic of long hopes. In the traffic and the traps of everything that is around us. And we are all living in this world. We are all trapped, my dear friends. We are trapped. That's the reality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to release us from the trap that we are in. And Allah wants us to search towards Him. Ya ayyuhal insan. O insan, you are traveling, you are moving, you are traversing towards me. The journey is on. The meter is moving. That meter cannot be stopped. The events of the world will happen. Ramadan will come, Ramadan will go. Everything will happen. Events will take place. But that meter is moving. And where are we moving to? Straight to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Direct to the door of Allah Ta'ala, to the court of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And let us all ask ourselves that how well prepared we are to stand in front of our Creator and our Maker. That is why we find Deenul Islam, when Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala speaks about this ayah of Ramadan al-Mubarak, Shahru Ramadan, 
Subsequent to that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ بِكُمُ الْيُسْرَ وَلَا يُرِيدُ بِكُمُ الْعُسْرَ Allah has made and facilitated everything very easy for us. If you are strong and healthy, fast. If you cannot fast, don't fast. If you are traveling, no fast. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created a lot of ease in our deen so that we can accomplish it. So that we can achieve what we are required to achieve. We should not make things unnecessarily difficult for ourselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made yusr. Imagine Allah is sending, Nabi sallallahu is sending a sahabi, great sahabi, Mu'az bin Jabal, as a governor. He's sending him to Yemen to rule over the people. And Nabi sallallahu wants to leave him with a message, with a very important message, how to deal with people and how to treat people and how to conduct yourself as a mu'min and a believer, as a leader, as a governor. What does Nabi sallallahu tell him? Not advices about importance of salah and importance of other obligations, which are most important. Salah is the priority of our life. Every other obligation is a priority above every other thing. But we must include in these priorities the aspect of our relationships. Today we can do a lot of ibadah. But if we have not set right our relationships, our parents, our marriage, our siblings, our extended family, our society, if we have burnt bridges with people, if we are causing strife in the community, if we are breaking down family ties, and we are causing all of these problems in society, we are becoming the cause of it. Whether we are doing it you know, through the social media, through the WhatsApp, whichever way we are doing it, if we are doing it, we are doing it then we must remember our ibadat is not going to compensate for this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to account us for this. So Nabi sallallahu tells Mu'az bin Jabal, Yassira wa la tu'assira, bashira wa la tunafira. He says when you go to these people, make things easy for them. Create doors of easiness. And this is what Ramadan is about. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it so easy for us, my dear friends. To attain the friendship of Allah and the nisbat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Ramadan is the simplest thing. All a person has to do is just bring himself into the right lane, into the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fast nicely, perform taraweeh, read one's Quran Sharif, make the dhikrullah, make tawbah and istighfar, and give some sadaqah and charity, and a person will achieve everything that is there in the month of Ramadan. Yassirah. We're not asking to put strain and put difficulty upon ourselves and make things very hard and don't sleep and starve ourselves and don't eat and don't socialize. Do everything in moderation. Do everything as power ulama explaining to us. Routines have been set out. We've made things as easy as possible. All we need to do is just follow with sincerity and with hope in Allah ta'ala. Have the hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward us. Allah will forgive us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show His kindness to us. And if we have this good opinion of Allah ta'ala, then most definitely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this month of Ramadan al-Mubarak truly blessed for us, my dear friends. And may Allah ta'ala make it a means of rectifying ourselves. We have to come out of this Ramadan as new people, with a new heart. We've got to fix up everything that is broken.
relationships. If we are not performing salah, we have to start performing salah. If we are not performing salah the proper way, then we got to fix up our salah. If we are doing things wrong in our business, we got to start fixing things up slowly. If our marriage is not in the right space, then we got to fix our marriage up. If our relationship with our children, with our siblings, with our community people is on the rocks, then we got to sort things out. We got to find a way of sorting it out. And the month of Ramadan is to give us that start to give us that opportunity, to give us that realization. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana.